Hello guys and welcome to episode 91 of the Worldwide Chels podcast. It's your host Matt and it is a solo podcast today. Obviously we are going through episode 2 of the women's show and we're going to try this out. We're going to have a few solo um, reviews. They're going to be quick 10, 15, 20 minute previews, uh, reviews just so you can get some content on the women's game even if we can't get guests. Um, and it's a big game, so I thought, let's get right into it. So, Chelsea versus Arsenal, nil-nil. And what can I say? It was a quite a frustrating game for Chelsea. Um, we've ha- we didn't really control the ball too much. Arsenal frustrated us uh, for large parts of the game. The chances we did get, we didn't really put away. Um, and at the end, we should have had a penalty. But let's get into it. Um, so, for you guys who want the stats breakdown, um, it was a strange game, 50-50 in terms of the possession for both teams, which would would show that a draw maybe is the fair result. Total of 11 shots for Chelsea compared to Arsenal's nine, with three on target for Chelsea and two on target for Arsenal. Uh, Chelsea had 458 passes compared to Arsenal's 444. Chelsea had three corners compared to Arsenal's five. Chelsea made 11 tackles compared to Arsenal's eight, won seven aerial duels compared to Arsenal's six, and got five blocks compared to Arsenal's three. So that game kind of shows equal game. Chelsea did quite a bit of defending, quite a bit of attacking too. Um, and it was a very even game. So you'd expect a draw to be a fair result. And I would say it was the fair result. Um, it was kind of a game of two halves. Uh, you look at the first half, we, Chelsea started really well in the first 10 minutes, but just like the men's team couldn't really create many chances um but after that arsenal started getting some chances um you had four in the 70th minute went down um tried to uh, have a penalty um unfortunately um it was a dive um for arsenal fans um carter did very well to pull out of the challenge um and obviously the referee wa- waved it away only minutes later arsenal hitting the post um, Arsenal had the corner and it was only half cleared, but um, the ball gets put straight back in. And the main man herself, Mia Dima, uh, you, you don't want her getting the ball in the penalty area. And she has a nice, sweet volley that hits the near post. Nothing uh, Berg could have done about it. But um, Arsenal were very threatening down that left side. They were getting down Carter's side. Um, sometimes she'd deal with it. Sometimes she wasn't dealing with it very well. Um, and it was it was detrimental to Chelsea a little bit. Um when we had the ball, um, Arsenal were just stopping us from getting down on the wings and we didn't really have any control, which was a surprise because um, I'll go through the starting lineup in a bit. But um, we didn't, we normally had that control uh, with Sophie Ingle, but unfortunately, even with Ingle in the squad, we didn't um, have that control. Um, but yeah, Arsenal continuing to pepper some shots, us, Miadima blasting a shot over the bar. Um, but towards the end of the half, Chelsea started getting um, some good play, uh, some flick-ons by Kerr to Kirby. Um, but Zinsberger, goalkeeper, came out, played really well for Arsenal. Um, and just before the end, um, we had a chance from Kerr, six yards out. Um, but we couldn't get it on target, unfortunately. Um, half-time comes. Um, we start off really fresh in the second half. Um Good shot and link up uh, between the forwards for Cuthbert getting a good shot that was blocked. Um, a big chance for Chelsea, which was wasted. Um, harder, getting down the left really, really well. Um, three, she cuts inside. 
squares it across to uh, Sam Kerr, who is in the six-yard box, and she miskicks it. Um, a very poor shot. It would be normally for Sam Kerr, you'd be expecting that to be in the back of the net, but unfortunately, um, it wasn't meant to be. Um, Arsenal in the second half didn't really have too many threats, too many shots until the last five minutes of the game uh, of normal time. Um, they had a corner um, and they changed tactic. Normally they were just putting it into the box, but they put it straight at the goalkeeper. Um, Berger um, spilled it out and it was pinball in the box with Millie Bright making a very good block. Goes out for another corner. Uh, Arsenal attempt the same thing um, into the box and... Again, uh, but it, Berger spills it out and Bright heads the ball off the line, which was fantastic from Millie Bright. Millie Bright had a fantastic game in defence, um, stopping Arsenal from getting more chances than they did. Um, but yeah, that was a great block by Millie Bright to save us the draw, uh, get us the point that we desperately needed. Um, then there was stoppage time. We had eight minutes of stoppage time, which I was surprised. I didn't feel there was any need for eight minutes of stoppage time, but... There you go. We we had it, and this is where it, it this is where it gets um, contra, um, controversial for Chelsea. Um, so 94th minute, um, Chelsea are playing well down the left, peppering Arsenal. Um, Neve Charles who comes on, gets the ball um, on the left, cuts into the box, crosses it in, and it hit Williamson on the hand. Her out, hand is outstretched. Looks like as I said to my dad, she's doing star jumps. That's how high her hand was. Um, it's a clear penalty. Um, I don't. You can't really get any more Stonewall when the referee didn't give it, which is unfortunate. Um, it would have won us the game, most definitely, in a 94th minute. Arsenal wouldn't have had a comeback from that. But, yeah, um, it wasn't given. So, unfortunately, we, we go into this match 0-0. Um, it's, it's a bit unfortunate. Um, you can't help this... Um, this match, it's, I think it was Arsenal did well to frustrate Chelsea. Um, they did really well um, tactically, and I just don't think we're sharp enough again. I think we played a lot of games, um, especially after that big long COVID break. Sam Kerr's come back, and she did not look good today. That's one player I want to pick out um, when we go into the individual performances. Sam Kerr, she she was probably one of the worst players on the pitch, and it's that's not normally Sam Kerr's level. Um, normally, Sam Kerr, you're you're getting a very good performance, even when she's not completely firing. But today, she was very poor. Um, I would say comfortably the worst player, at least on the Chelsea side. Um, the, the attack in general, I think, was struggled. There was just there seems no lack. Of, it's a lack of cohesion, um, especially since um, the COVID troubles that we've had. Um, which, if you don't know, Chelsea have had a lot of COVID problems, um, a mixture of normal COVID cases, and we've had a couple of long COVID cases, which players are still out for now. So it's been a troubling time for Chelsea, but even harder, Peniel Harder didn't, apart from the second half, Peniel Harder was quite quiet. Um, Kirby was the only one that was really trying to do something uh, in the game in general, consistently. Um, the midfield was also just very poor. I, I thought uh, Ingle and Wrighton didn't really play very well together as a pairing to control that midfield. Um, and I think we could have done a lot better in that respect. I think the defence is the part where you have to praise us for, at the moment because obviously Arsenal did have some chances and uh, Millie Bright, I think she's my man in the match, um, making clearances off the line, making fantastic blocks and even Nguyen next to her. I mean, Nguyen's come in for Ericsson who's still missing right now. 
and it may, it doesn't look like we're missing Ericsson and that is normally something Chelsea have struggled with. With one of the centre backs goes, we haven't really had anyone at the calibre to come back. Um, but Nguyen has come in. She's a young centre back, first time in the Premier League, and she's playing really well. So fair play to her. Um, so let's go through the starting lineups. I should have said this at the beginning, but you know, podcast a podcast. When you're doing it on your own, you do get things mixed up. But we'll get we'll get to that and we'll prove that next time. But anyway, the first starting line for Chelsea was Berger in goal. Uh, it was a 4-3-3. You had uh, Anderson on the left, uh, Brighton Newin in the middle uh, in the centre-backs and Carter on the right. Then you had a midfield three of Ingle, Wrighton and Cuthbert. And then you had Kirby, Harder and Kerr coming up front. Um, substitutes that come on, G, Fleming and Charles in the second half. Um, Arsenal also had, uh, did, you did their usual 4-3-3. Um, they had Zinsberger in goal. They had Catley at left-back, Souza and Williamson at centre-back. While Moritz played right back, um, midfield three of Little, Walty, and Black Science, Black Steiner uh, in midfield, um, and then Ford, Miedema, and Mead, the usual front three. Um, they, they over Arsenal. I think they had, they played okay. Uh, I think they'll be disappointed with the draw. I think the draw, um, as we, when we go through the league table, kind of affects them a lot more um, because we still have the game in hand, and now it's. For once, it is in Chelsea's hands um, for the first time arguably this season in terms of the title. Um, but yeah, they, I think they they did they did well. I think they they should have taken their chances. I think the Miedema volley and then the pinball in the 86th minute where they're only real worrying chances if you look at back at it from in the game for Chelsea. Um, apart from that, there's a lot of half chances, and for the times they had the ball in the Chelsea area, I think. They couldn't really break down um, this this team, uh, the Chelsea team. So it was a bit of a struggle and a bit of worry for Jonas, uh, the Arsenal manager, who I don't have any sympathy for after uh, the antics on the first game of the season. Um, but it is what it is for Arsenal. Um, obviously, we go into this now. Um, Arsenal are on 31 points with 14 games in. And Chelsea are on 29 points in second with 13 games. So, obviously, we do have that game in hand. Um, so, hopefully, Chelsea should be back on top if we can win that. Um, obviously, now it is an international break. Um, a bit of a poor time to have an ep- a lovely women's episode and then moving on into the international break. Um, but it is what it is. Life is life. But we will make sure we'll get at least one episode uh, for the Chelsea women. Uh, We might either go through the small transfer window we had uh, for the women's side, just like the men's, um, or we'll go through a player profile of a couple of players because obviously we know you guys are, some of you guys are new to the women's game. So you might not know these players as much in detail. So we'll give you, we will be giving you some player profiles so you can know the best of the Chelsea women's team. Um, Let's get into my player ratings before we go. Um, personally, um, it's a lot of average uh, ratings because I don't think there was many players that stood out. Um, a couple of players that obviously, obviously already mentioned and a couple of players that stood out for the wrong reasons. But um, if I go down the list, so I think Berger, uh, she made some good saves, um, had an injury, but she managed to carry on. Um, so I'd give her a, a standard seven, got a clean sheet, so that's all that matters. Um, going into left back Anderson, I, I would say a seven as well. I think she she did she didn't really do anything bad or good. Um, not really too noticeable in the game for anything. 
Um, Millie Bright, I'm going to give an 8.5. I think fantastic defending um, for the for the 86th minute pinball effect in the box. Um, the clearance of the line. And generally, she was rock solid as usual. Uh, so I'll give her an 8.5 and that would be my man in the match. Um, Nguyen, I'm also going to give her a very high rating. I'm going to give her an 8. I think together with Bright, she worked really well and made some good tackles and blocks herself. Um, Carter is going to be the one that, again, she's let down the defence a little bit. At times, she was a bit too open on that right-hand side, uh, so I'll give her a 6.5. Uh, I'm also going to give a 6.5 to Sophie Ingle. I think normally with Sophie Ingle, you can expect her to come in and keep that midfield quite steady uh, and defensively well, which it was defensively okay, but sometimes there was just too much open space in the transition, similar to how we see with Jorginho sometimes. Um, but... I do worry, I think, with obviously Leopold is one of the players. She's a very good box-to-box midfielder, if you don't already know. Um, and I think we're missing out on her this time. Obviously, she's one of the people suffering with the long COVID. Um, so hopefully she gets back soon, because I think we really miss her in the squad. Um, Guru Wrighton, I think, again, an average performance. I'd say a seven. I think there wasn't anything really stand out. But there wasn't anything she really did wrong either. Erin um, Cuthbert. One of my favourite players. I give her a 7.5. I think there's always the effort um, in there uh, from her all day, all day, every day, nine, from the start, one minute, first minute to 90 minute. Very fantastic. I love, I, I generally love Aaron um, Cuthbert a lot. Um, great player to have in the squad, 7.5. Kirby, I'll also give her 7.5. I think she was the best out of the attack as well. She wasn't perfect. She did create some chances for herself and other people. Um, could have done a little bit better than chances, but it is what it is. Unfortunately, the attack just wasn't firing today. Um, harder, I'm going to give a six. Um, not herself. And I think why, why I'm a bit more harsh with her is because she holds herself at such a high esteem. Former Ballon d'Or winner. I think you've got to um, do better than that today. I think it was a bit poor from Harder. Um, and then Kerr, again, uh, I'm going to give her a 5.5. I think, again, this is going to sound harsh, but Kerr... I, we hold her at a high self, high level, so she's got to keep that high level um, and we've got to criticise it when she's not at that high level. Obviously, I do understand she's come back from the Asia Cup. Australia didn't do as good as I thought they would. Um, so maybe Kerr is suffering a bit from that, uh, a bit of fatigue coming back in, the lack of match sharpness. So maybe you can understand it a little bit. Um, so hopefully she gets firing up for the next games um, coming up. Um, obviously, we have now got an international break, so there's no more Chelsea women for the rest of the month, and we return in March, um, ready for some league games coming up. You have the Conti Cup coming up, final, um, and the end of the season. So, thank you guys for listening to this match review of Chelsea versus Arsenal. Nice 15-minute podcast for you to have. If you don't want to listen to some of the longer ones for too long, you don't have too much time, this is a good one for you to use. Um, we will be back um, for the Club World Cup final. Uh, that will be the next episode. I will get some guests on for that. And hopefully we have a trophy for Chelsea men's team. Um, make sure you stay tuned. You like, rate, follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you check us out at WWC Pod Articles on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow there. Um, let's go up the Chelsea and we'll see you later. Peace.